Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Welcome, baby. Come on Hola, hola, hola. Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase. This is the pregame party, Miss Podcast. You know what it is. Rocking out, rocking out. Hope you guys are enjoying your listening experience, man. Tune in every week. We got a lot of dope interviews, podcasts, interviews, you know, new artists, creatives, independent artists, creatives, and more creatives, playlist curators. And I'm always educating, always teaching people the game of the business. You know what it is, man. DJ Chase, the pregame party, Miss Podcast. And I hope you enjoy. Black girl, blonde hair. For every black girl who ever existed in South Jamaica, Queens. Only cause my eyelashes flap in the wind like wings on my face. My oversized top knot is too silky to blend in with my naps. My pink brand backpack matches the Vicky Secret cheetah print bra. I'm showing off through my white Hollister shirt that I begged my mama for last week. My Uggs are the same color as my J's and the same color as my contacts that I bought from the Collie Block the same day me and Reese got our belly buttons pierced by the Jamaican dude with the black lips and fingertips. My North Face is the flyest in my school, even though I don't know how my grandma could afford it with her social security check on hold and her disability not coming in. My boyfriend is the cutest nigga in 11th grade, and he know it too. So I stay having to fight bitches for trying to press what they know is mine. Me and my bad bitches fuck it up every weekend. We love double-chained rappers behind double-chained bedroom doors because my parents don't trust me to go out with them no more. Since she caught me and Reese at Wayne's house with our shirts off. I still see Wayne at school though. He rides the 111 with me sometimes after school. Sometimes we sneak to the Ave to make out in the multiplex only cause I get down like that. 
Yeah, man, what's going on, world? It's the one only DJ Chase, the host of the pregame party this podcast on 20 Podcast Network, six radio stations, Dynasty Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., Divergent Media Entertainment Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Mondays, Street Madness Radio, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., I think, if I'm not mistaken. And we got the new added station. Oh, we got two more stations, Spin Mix, Spin, Spin Wax Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Famous Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. We got the one, the only, the author, the creator, the generator, the teacher, the educator, Miss Jada Jada Taylor. Excuse me. How's everything, Mama? Good. Everything's going good. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, of course. All right. Well, first and foremost, I want to get people to know who you are. How I do my show is 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 just talking about you. It's bringing you up. It's actually you know educating people on you, what you do, your businesses, your books. You have a lot going on. You have a lot coming up. You have a a, a brand for yourself. You know, you have, uh, you know, just different things that that you do, you know, and sometimes people, my audience, they I do a lot of different things. I do creatives. I do uh, artists, playlist curators, authors, uh, actors, all types of things. So um, first and foremost, where are you from? I'm from Queens, South Jamaica, Queens, New York City. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. part? Um, South Jamaica, so right out there on Baisley, you know, what Nicki Minaj raps about, that's where I'm from. That's where you're from? <laughs> yeah, that's right. where I'm from. <laughs> now, you wanted to be an author. How long did you want to be an author for? Like, what made you say, you know what, out of all things, I could have been a gymnast, I could have been a singer, I could have been anything else. Mm-hmm. What made you want to be an author? Well, there was nothing else I really ever saw myself doing. I wrote my first book when I was nine. And ever since then, I was just like, this is how I want to live my life. I want to write. I want to make people happy. Um, You know, I want to share my thoughts with the world and I want to hear other people's thoughts. So for me, it was kind of a no brainer. You know, I've always Mm. been like more attracted to words than numbers. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with me, man. And with that being said, man, make sure you lock it with me, DJ Chase. Bookings, parties, all of that. I'm holla at me for those DJ bookings. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Don't be square. You know what it is? Uh, we have some fun. I turn it out. Turn the party out. So bookings, DJ Chase bookings at gmail.com or hit my manager, Mac. Don't worry. We're going to get you get that paper right. Got to have that budget. <laughs> yeah, man. DJ Chase, DJ Chase bookings at gmail.com. Yeah and things like that so you know that was pretty easy for me to make that decision yeah yeah. and growing up in school did you do would you did you excel in english over every other subject or yeah i was always really good in english um i always got told that i talked too much in class so communication was always something i was interested in so yeah i was always really good in like english humanities social studies anything that had to do with like reading and writing i was really good at okay okay and you know being an author you know there's many great authors there's a lot of everything requires writing even in math mm-hmm. in math you have to take an english class in in uh calculus you have to take english so you know being being that you said when, when you're coming up right did you say okay i was inspired by this person who inspired you to be a writer because i know everybody has inspirations as well too so who inspired you to be a writer yeah, no. So um, my first poem that I ever memorized and recited was Mother to Son by Langston Hughes. Mm. And I did it was for like Black History Month. And we had to say it over the loudspeaker for the whole school. 
And I got such good reception from that. I was in like third grade and I got such good reception from that. Like everybody, you know, all the teachers did such a good job. Um, so ever since then, like I love Langston Hughes. And then as I got older, like when I got to college and stuff, like I read a lot of his work and I was just like, he can write anything. So he, for me, has always been like the gold standard. Like he can do fiction, he can do poetry, essay, memoir. Like he he was it for me. So that's that's my bar. <laughs> Langston Hughes. Yes, that's Copy Langston Hughes. Okay, cool, cool. And and what's your favorite subject to write about? You know, because it, like growing up in Queens, I know you, you've seen a lot, you you dealt with a lot. What is like your favorite topic subjects to write about? Excuse me, topic subject. So- yeah, no. So definitely um, when I was writing more poetry, of course, a lot of a lot of things were more personal. So I would write about, you know, love, relationships, identity, that type of stuff um, that really comes. That's like the theme of my poetry. Uh, but for my fiction stories, I like to write about things that I've experienced, but also things I haven't experienced because I like to be able I like to challenge myself to create worlds, you know, because I, my goal with my writing is I want people to be able to escape from their reality but also to escape into the worlds that i create so i wanted to challenge myself to like build worlds that i had never been a part of and that had never seen before you know and and see how well i could do that creative you know creatively so for sure for sure and yeah. do you you say you know what okay because i know your writing is very different now than it was growing up in high school and college and things like that so do you say like what kind of subjects do you feel like you know what that do you write for other people or do you write for yourself? So that's a very good question. When I first started writing poetry, it was definitely for myself. I wasn't planning on sharing it with a bunch of people. But as I got older, like towards the end of high school, I started seeing more like poetry slams, urban words, spoken word, things like that. And I was like, man, I really want to be a part of that because I love performing too. So I was like, I want to be a part of that. So I started writing stuff for the stage to share with people. So after a while, that turned into um, writing my own fiction and things to share with other people. So now I'm writing about everything. I'm like, I'm writing about, you know, um, love and relationships, of course, but I'm also writing about being a business person, you know, dealing with mental health issues. So like all these different topics that come up throughout life, like I want to try to tackle as many as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like, all right, you know what? Because I know being in school, they kind of like make you write a certain way or they make mm-hmm. you stick to a certain way or they tell you, okay, because even with me with music, people try to tell, people used to tell me all the time, oh, make it like this and this is that. Do you feel right, like, like a you, prescription? Or, yeah. Like exactly. Like mm-hmm. A prescription. So do you feel mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, in this stage in the game, like, it, like there's no holes barred or do you feel like, you know what, that you should, like, in a sense, I'm saying, like, okay should i write for children's books should i write adult adult fiction should i write this to sell a book or should i write this piece of instagram like monologue type thing do you feel like you know what you could just capture everything yeah it's hard like finding your authentic voice because you want to write authentically you want to be yourself you want to do what you're comfortable with but you also want stuff that people are going to read that's going to be sellable right because mm. that's the whole point of writing your books so there is like that line between like okay how how far do I want to go in my career to push myself like I said I wanted to challenge myself but you know you got to have limits with that but for me I feel like I've been writing so long and I've been wanting this for so long that I'm really willing to try almost anything probably except maybe like a picture book <laughs> at this point yeah. but 
yeah, like I pretty much will, I will try young adult fiction, poetry. I'm ready to, to write all of it. And I think I, because I am such a big fan of Hughes and he was able to do all of those things well, mm. that is what I aspire to. So I don't want to limit myself, mm. you know, to just one genre. Yeah, yeah. And do you feel like, you know what, you can, like, where you came from, do you feel like that, 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 that kind of inspired you in a sense? Because there's not a lot of authors. I mean, there's authors, but there's not a lot of, how should I say it, big authors or mainstream known. authors or known authors from New York. Do you feel right. like that does, that, does that ever discourage you? No, because at some, I mean, if you look up your favorite authors at some point, um, they all pass through New York. Like Langston Hughes is Harlem's own Langston Hughes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was not, he wasn't born in Harlem, but he is Harlem. So like at any given point in time, any major, any major creative mm. has passed through New York and has been developed in New York in some way, shape or form. So New York is the place that breeds talent and creative you know people so mm. i'm not i'm I'm not um discouraged by that for sure and do you feel mm-hmm. like you know what okay being that that people are, are people's attention spans are the size of a roach so do you oh. feel like you know what do you feel like all right um people don't read as much they they, they how they how they obtain information is a lot different mm. today especially just with the, the micro information do you mm-hmm. feel like, you know what, you still have that passion to write from that? Or do you feel like, you know what, it's going to get to mm-hmm. the people regardless? Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that people's attention spans are the size of, of a roach. <laughs> um, I, that's a little harsh. I will say, though, people need to be stimulated. Mm. They want to read things that are exciting. They want to read things that, like I was saying, either are going to help them escape out of something or help them escape into something so like people just want to be entertained they want to be stimulated and as a writer as any type of content producer you have to live up to that and you have to provide that for your audience you know so you may really have something that you really want to say and you feel like a story is very important but if your audience is not going to be receptive to that then you might have to say either i need to change this idea or just scrap it altogether and you know, figure out something else. Yeah, yeah. And you put out your first, your first official book. We are already here, right? Story for longer chapters. How was that process? Oh, so I'm Story for Longer Chapters was my first ebook. It was like it really just happened on a whim. I was on break. I was getting my master's degree, and I was on break from grad school, and I was just like, let me just write something. So I just wrote up five stories and looked over them really quick, and I just uploaded it to Amazon, and then that was that. Um, (laughs) you know, so I got a lot of good feedback on that. That was my first time writing fiction and publishing fiction too. Mm -hmm. Like I had always been a poet my whole life. Everybody knew like poetry, Mm -hmm. poetry, poetry. That's what they knew me for. So like that was a big jump for me, but I was kind of just like, nah, you know, just do it. Like, you know, you, you have the time I was on break. I was like, just do it. Um, yeah. And then we are already here. That was a joint project with my sister Mm. Kendra Ashanti so you know I linked up with her because I knew she had always wanted to publish I had already had stories from longer chapters but she had never published before and I was like let's do something together like you want to publish like let's get some poetry together let's tell some stories Mm. so we did and you know we we made that happen so I'm I'm really grateful to have those experiences under my belt 
going on, world? It's the pregame party, Miss Podcast. Make sure you follow me on that Instagram underscore DJ Chase on that Twitter at DJ Chase. That Facebook D A Real DJ Chase. Lock in with me. Enjoy your listening experience. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy bringing you guys really dope interviews. So you know, have some fun. Tune in. Lock in. Yeah, the pregame party, Miss Podcast. Let's get it. Yeah. For sure, for sure, and I'm also like, like, yeah, I wrote a book that I, I'm trying to find the exact name of how to how to publish for under five hundred dollars. That's actually my yeah. favorite book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what 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 made you write that book? Yeah, so I was inspired by uh, content creators like the Six Figure Chick, and you know, these different different people who not only shared their talent with the world but help others find their own talent. So I was like, you know, I did this thing twice. I published the book twice. First time I did an ebook. The second time I did a print book. Why not show other people how to do it? Because I noticed like when I would tell people like my coworkers and friends and people like that I published a book, they'd be like, wow, how'd you do that on your own? And I'd be like, really? You don't know? Like, it doesn't really take that much. So um, mm. I decided to I'll just write an ebook about it and show people. Yeah, 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 and I know, I know, a big topic that's been like up for discussion lately is like art, like don't call content, I mean art content, and um, mm. you know, we talked about that before in the sense of saying like selling art, like even me as a musician, like sometimes I be so discouraged because I'm like, damn, I gotta make yeah. money, I gotta win awards, I gotta do, I gotta like prove myself a hundred times over that I'm yeah. a create. It was never like that. Like I remember having so much fun, like. Just making, you know, making art and making mixtapes. Yeah, like you could just create stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. and now with that being said, because I know you have the new book coming out. You have um, Deception, the the adult fiction. All the, I should call it adult fiction. And then you have <laughs> Yesterday in Harlem, the YA Young Adult Church, uh, Children's Book. You know, what do you see yourself doing with these books? Like, do you say, okay, mm-hmm. do I want to be independent? Do I want to, you know, grind it out? Do I want to tour it? Do I want to sell it for free do i want to uh like i said get a publisher do how, how do i want to do, do just do, do an audio audio book how do you yeah. want to do these books like i know you got the two because we're going to go into the books but i okay. kind of want to get in the psyche of ever of, of author like because a lot of people want to do different things i have people asking me all the time like they want to do children's songs they want to do audio books they want to do publishing mm-hmm. you know and in the, the psyche of it do you feel like you know what where do i want to go with these two books yeah so when I wrote Yesterday in Harlem, I call that my bestseller uh, when I was writing it. Uh, so if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see like I have a highlight on my page called Writing a Bestseller. And it kind of tracks my progress through writing Yesterday in Harlem. Um, because I, at the time, I felt like that was my bestseller. Like that was going to be the book that got me into the Tony Morrisons, that got me to the Jackie Woodson, the Jason Reynolds. That was going to be my Lexington Hughes yeah. book. You know, so I, I queried it. You know, shopped it around to different publishers and editors. I got a few people that were interested, but nothing really kind of bit, you know. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and put this out because it has happened that authors have put out books independently and then they have gotten attention later and Mm. then they've got picked up by publishers. So that, you know, that I feel like this is my bestseller yesterday in Harlem. Mm. So I'm like, this could definitely be the one that gets picked up. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out for myself because I've done this before. I know how I want my voice to sound. I know how I want my work to sound. Mm. I know what I want my audience 
to be and what I want them to see and hear from me. So while I have the creative control, let me just put this book out on my own. So with Yesterday in Harlem, it started off as me thinking about, you know, and, and seriously considering an editor or a publisher. But now I've kind of evolved to the point where I'm like, I'm going to put this out on my own, on my own terms. And if it gets picked up by a publisher, then great. But if it doesn't, it's still something that I did and it'll be published by me, you know, mm. so... Yeah, man. Make sure you guys tune in every, every, every week with me, the pregame party miss podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast is sold. That YouTube DJ Chase TV, that SoundCloud, SoundCloud DJ Chase Digital, and we gonna have some fun. We gonna do do it for the new year, man. Season two, you know what it is, man. Your listening experience. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying the show. You know what it is, DJ Chase. Yeah. Yeah. That was for yesterday in Harlem, but Deception. I always plan to release Deception as uh, a self-published indie title because I just that that book is kind of like a that was a passion project for me, and I didn't want anybody really didn't want anybody to come in and try to mess that up. Like yeah. I have that just the way I want it. Like I have a nice. It's going to be a good trilogy. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be you know entertaining a fast-paced read so i didn't want to change any of that like the voices of my characters they talk like me you know they talk like us mm. and i didn't want to have anybody come in and change that like well can you make that sound you know a little bit cleaner here or can you change the language there's like no i wanted it to be real and authentic so i always plan to put deception out um under my own brand got you and with yeah. that being said, you, you, you I now I know I have a publishing company, but it's mm-hmm. for music. It's music and audio books as well too, because we did the check-in together as well. Yes. Check-in Queens, New York. It's doing all right. It's doing fairly good. I actually got to I got to do more more marketing for it. But right, um, yeah. You know, do you feel like okay? I mean, excuse me. What's the name of your your brand? Excuse me, your, uh, your publishing brand. So um, right now I'm just publishing under my name, Jada Taylor. Um, but coming soon, I will have a more trademark name mm. uh, for my brand. So yeah, but right now I'm just publishing under my name, Jada Taylor. Got you. And who's like? And I wanted to ask this too. Like I was very curious. Like who's your new favorite modern like author? Like I know you you speak about Jason Reynolds. You speak very highly of him. Who do mm. you feel like? Who's your favorite author today? Like who's you been? Uh, who you been bumping on a box as far as authors? Um, so I'm most of the time I'm reading YA because I teach high school. So I'm like, I'm reading to see what my kids would like. So Elizabeth Acevedo Mm. has been like high up on my list. She's also from New York. She's also a poet. Mm. Um, she's just, she's just dope. She's amazing. Like she's one of those people who I feel like she can write anything too. Like so far I've only read, like she only writes in verse and poetry. Um, but I would love to see more of like what else she can do because she's dope. Yeah, I love her. And yeah. what what made her get your attention? Because you know why I'm asking this because like mm-hmm. you being an author, a new author, you don't you know you don't have enough material out yet. That, not saying you don't you have material, but mm-hmm. to get that that stick that 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 plaque on the wall. Right. What do you right. feel like? What do you what do you feel like attracts these authors to you? Mm-hmm. So with Acevedo, I think it's her realism. Um, her stories are very relatable. Her characters are relatable. Again, they talk like us. You know, like you can tell she's from New York. The story is set in New York because a lot of times people will set stories in New York, but it you you could put those people and drop them in the middle of nowhere, USA, Montana, or something, and they would still fit right in. New Yorkers, we don't just fit in anywhere. We stand out. 
So you, if you're going to write about New York and for New Yorkers and, a, and about New Yorkers, you got to make it stand out. It has to be original. And I feel like her characters do that. And yeah. the way she tells her story, the pacing, it does that. And it's so relatable. Like, the, like when I read it with my kids, they just couldn't get enough of it. Like I cried at the end of both of her books because mm. they just like the stories hit you so hard. They hit you in the gut, really. Mm. So, you know. That's really what I feel like draws that. That's what drew me in as a reader. So I feel like that's what I want people to be drawn into when they read my stuff. Like I want my work, my words and my work to stick with you after you finish like, dang, and you thinking about it, you know? Um, yeah, that's the kind of impact that I want to have. Copy. And do you, what do you feel like it's going to take you to get to that point? A lot more, honestly, a lot of reading because reading makes you a better writer. Mm. I tell this to my students all the time. So I live by it. Reading more. Um, talking to people. Going out into the world. Experiencing things. You know, being around people. Even, or, you know, even if... Because as writers, you know, we're very reclusive. A, a lot of creatives will say that. Like, we like to say to ourselves. Mm. Um, and it's not... And it's also true for writers. But being out in the world seeing what's going on, even if you're not talking and interacting with people, but go sit in a park somewhere, people watch, see what people do, how they live their lives, how they interact. A story can come out of that, you know? So getting, it's just soaking up as much of the world as possible, watching new TV shows, you know, like everybody was just watching Squid Game, watch Squid Game, mm. you know, you ne a story can cut like the best, some of the best fan fiction comes from, you know, these TV shows and stuff we watch. Mm. You know, absorb absorb art as much as you can. Gotcha. That's what I say. Yeah. And, and, and before we get out of here, do you feel like you know what? Do you, you have to put out more pieces, more hits? Do you gotta fill out? You gotta get your mixtape on? Do you feel like you gotta put more more writing out into the world? Of course. That's yeah. what I'm. That's all. That's what I'm all about now. I mean, Deception. The first book of Deception is coming out um, early December. You know, I plan on releasing it. It's kind of like a birthday gift to myself. My birthday December fourth. I plan on releasing the book on December fifth. So right after that, book two is going to be a trilogy uh, series. So book two will come right after that. And book three will come soon after that. So I'm trying to put these books out, trying to put them out like records, like hits. There so, you, you know, yeah. You All right, Miss Jada Renee, what, what's, what's one piece of advice you have for any up and coming author? Best piece of advice is just to do it. Don't worry about if people are going to say no. Don't worry about if people are not going to like it. Don't worry about if they're not going to read it. Just do it. Be afraid and do it afraid. That's it. There you go. Miss Jada Renee, give your social media, mama. Give everything. All right. So you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Jada Taylor. That's spelled J-A-I-D-A Taylor. And I'm hoping that my Facebook group will be done soon so that we you know we can connect there when deception comes out. And because I know we're going to have a lot to talk about. So, yeah. Worth. It's DJ Chase, <laughs> the pregame party, Miss Podcast. Thank you for coming on. We're going to do this again when the, when the book comes out. We're going to do this again. So, yes. you're going to get a yes. lot of a lot of people feeding back. You know, you know, we, we, we peoples, we're, we're 
two peas in the pod. So, you know, everybody who listens to this now, man, thank you for tuning in. It's DJ Shades, the pregame party miss podcast on 20 podcast networks, uh, six radio stations, Dynasty Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Diversion Media Entertainment, 8, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on uh, Mondays nights, uh, Famous Radio NYC, uh, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Spin Wax Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Mondays, and Official Street Madness Radio on Tuesday nights. So I got a lot of radio stations. So you know what it is, man? Jada Taylor, Jada Renee, you know what it is, the pregame party miss podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. L I G. Legend has it that if you ride the Q5 too far into Laurelton, you'll hear so many Jamaicans that you'll think you're in Kingston, but you're in Queens. We are royalty. I learned that my borough was my namesake when a boy told me that only good girls come from Queens. I had reveled in variations of good up until that point, had not been blessed with good hair, but I had good grades and came from good stock. My family was not rich or poor in money, but if you asked, I would say, we good. I would say, what's good? When I travel to other parts of the city, my crown tipped ever so slightly upon my micro braids. Niggas was tight how they be on the first day. Because even though I never intended to, I walked like my borough was my namesake. And I spoke like a Nas album because indeed, life was good. And no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't deny my lineage. You can shoot the nose off the pharaoh, but that don't erode his greatness. I couldn't deny that I came from legend, and I was always content with just being good, but I was afraid to think that I could be better.